Sick by Shiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. It's Shiana. Welcome to Who You Call Holistic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm here with Brandon Coleman. And um, for those who don't know who Brandon is just yet, the music that you hear on my podcast has been created by Brandon, which again, thank you. I can't thank you enough for that because that was like, we met on Clubhouse, right? I think so. I think we met on Clubhouse. I don't know if you came to a Reiki share or, but I feel like we met through Clubhouse. I want to say, yeah, maybe so. I believe so. Yeah, I think so. And so, I mean, it's been over a year now because that's when I was like heavy on Clubhouse. Um, But I've, we've been following each other for a while. So we're like Instagram, social media friends or whatever. And I just reached out to you one day and asked if you knew anybody or if that was something that you knew how to do. and you put something together and you were just like, well, I just kind of needed to channel a little. I think I gave you the details were like a little bit of fairy mixed with like information, like educational. So I don't even remember the, the parameters I gave you. And then you were like, got it. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Thank you. So again, I appreciate you for that. No, of course. Of course. I was glad to do it. Yeah, no, I was really inspired by uh, just, you know, your profile, your posts, you know, you're very like inspiring. Thank uh, you. Like, you know, so I was like, you know, so I was glad, you know, just have the opportunity to be able to put music to what you do, you know? Yes. So, so cool. a lot of times I ask my, um, my guests and it's usually like the last question I ask on here, but due to, you know, the circumstances, it only makes sense to not just necessarily ask you what your medicine is, but because we know it is music. And like, I'm looking at, you know, when we got online on the Zoom a moment ago, I was like, oh, where, where are you recording from? Because there's music everywhere. And you were like, oh, just my apartment. <laughs> no, big deal. no big deal. So like when you come in my apartment, all of my medicine, as you could call it, you know, there's, I've got singing bowls in here. I Reiki everything in here. Um, and one of my medicines is energy healing. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense that you are surrounded by your medicine. Um, when did you get into music? I would say maybe, I mean, I think I've always kind of been tapped into music, you know, maybe, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, I didn't start officially playing an instrument. I started off on drums, you know, maybe around, I don't know, 10, 11, you know, at my auntie's church, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I got like a scholarship to play drums at a music conservatory. And uh, I don't know. Then I started playing piano, you know, mm. and I, uh, you know, opened up the uh, frequency range, you know, in terms of, you know, I mean, from rhythmic to like melodic. So, um, you know, yeah, definitely early, I guess, early preteens, you know. Uh, mesh with your your vibration, I guess. 
Well, or is I'm it sure. all music to you? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, I'm sure you know that music is very spiritual based. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm really in tune with that. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, music that doesn't resonate with me, I try to avoid at all costs for the most part, you know. But in this industry, you know, you know, I kind of have to, you know, work around a full spectrum of different producers. So, you know, um, and, you know, sometimes I don't have that choice, but, um, but now I kind of have that choice, you know, I, I feel like now I'm kind of a little bit more like, like I just won't do every session. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm like, ah, you know, and it may hurt me, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, you know, I feel good with that decision. Like, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, just protecting my space. I hear you talk about that a lot too. Like, yes, you, know, you got to protect your peace, protect your peace. Like, you got to, I mean, I'm telling you, I'll be, I'll be following you. Be, you be <laughs> great. Like just, I'm like, man, this girl is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, um, so. So one of the things that you mentioned recording with, I'd never heard of it because you were in touch with frequencies and, you know, we've discussed different healing frequencies that I work with, with my uh, sessions even. And you said that you record with different frequencies. Uh, What's that process like? And what you said, it's called a vocoder. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Maybe when I was, I guess, preteens, teenager, you know, I kind of like got hip to, um, uh, Herbie Hancock used this vocoder on this record called Sunlight, and uh, and the vocoder sounded like more human, mm. you know, the sound, you know, and I just kind of had to study like what the sound was and why it wasn't resonating so much, and then uh, eventually I ended up like you know I was reading this book and I ended up you know he was talking about like how he programmed it and the guy who programmed it I found the guy, emailed him, flew him into L.A. Oh wow. He helped me kind of create this sound that I use, you know, I mean, I can, and I already had a sound kind of already created, but, um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We just, uh, and from there, I just, um, yeah, I created this vocal sound that has like, a, you know, I would say maybe five different oscillators that are all pitched at various, uh, places. Um, you know, and, you know, I guess, in you know, my research was just like, you know, I would study like, you know, the bowls, you know, just mm-hmm, the singing like, bowls, singing bowls, you know, what mm-hmm. range that was mm-hmm. um, and other like healing frequencies, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. I just tap in and listen to it and tap my keyboard and pitch my keyboard to it. Ah. So, so this sound uh, is like, a, I guess, uh, an amalgam of all of those frequencies into one, you know, so. And uh, how does that, does that come to you? Like, um, you know, for me, I consider like energy healing is almost kind of like a gateway for the rest of my gifts. Do you think, um, like, how does music come to you? Is it like, does it come to you like information? Like you hear a note and then you just expand on that or you hear like a frequency and you're like, let me base something off of this frequency. Like, how do you put your music together? I guess is the real question. Like, I totally understand. I just, it's like, it's such a broad, you know, a uh, question <laughs> because well, what's I, the process look like? Yeah, no, it's, it's many processes. You know? Okay. Um, I mean, sometimes I'll hear it in a dream. Mm. See, I've these lived- are things I've never heard of. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, one of like everybody's favorites. Yeah, one yeah one song that I wrote that everybody loves. I heard in the dream. You know? And you just like, woke up and you could still hear the melody, and you were like, "I need to put this to." I just woke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, so sometimes it happens like that. Um, I guess I'm a little bit of a mathematician, so it's like I can like I see a little bit. Uh, just a little don't, bit. Right. Don't downplay. This is an Aquarius people that I am that we are interviewing at the moment. Um, yeah. So I already know you're nerding out. So a little bit of a mathematician is probably very much downplaying it. But continue. No, I, you know, I see music. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see music in like uh, equations. You know, mm. so for me, music is infinite. You mm. know, or, you know, so I, it's like I can, you know, I was just telling uh, George Clinton last night, like I see music. Like, Casual flex. No, no, not <laughs> you're asking me how I heard it. And I was like, man, I, you know, I can create like I just, you know, I can take one equation of something and I can see just, you know, like 500 ways to get to that equation mm. as opposed to just like this is it. You know, I don't know if that, that explains it, but uh, no, it yeah. does. Yeah. You know, it's in numbers for me. Okay. Uh, you know, some stuff works. So it's not and, just the notes. No, it's not just the notes, you know, but it, it's, it's weird. Cause sometimes, you know, sometimes it'll just come. Sometimes I'll just hear a melody, you know, or, um, or sometimes if I'm feeling a certain way, you know, a frequency will be resonated with me, you know, and I'll just tap into that. I like tapping into, um, you know, I guess the ancestors. You know, sometimes like, you know, I got this gift, I guess, that I can like, you know, if I listen to, if I just focus on Michael Jackson, I can tap into Michael Jackson. Mm. If I focus in on, you know, Diana Ross, you know, I mean, I can't just turn it to Diana Ross, but you right. know. <laughs> right, right, right. You help um, embody their work. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, or just, I feel like I can like tap into their soul. Mm-hmm. Almost, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like yeah. I can tap into how they think, you know, you know, from based on just listening to like, I'll, I'll listen to a Michael Jackson record all the way down and I'm out and I, I can study like some of the patterns. And, uh, and from there I can just kind of like, us, you know, just kind of take that and write a song based on that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So did you see the movie Soul? Uh, is that the uh, Pixar animated, John? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was so. going to say, is that you? Whenever you play piano, like you just completely black out a little bit and everything around you doesn't matter? Uh, I mean, that's me in life. Oh, okay. But, All right. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, yeah, because it's like it's a it's a it's a life thing. It's not it's like, you know, you just, you know, I try to get other musicians tapped in. Because I'm like, once you tap in, you can't really tap out. Once you start tapping out, you know, when you need it, you have to, like, figure out how to tap in. You got to just stay in. And mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy. You got to just learn how to operate within the knowing almost as opposed to, like, trying to get to it. It's like stay there. Right. How to live <laughs> and, and still talk to people. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. But yeah, yeah so. that, that duality thing is, is a challenge at times. It is. It is. People are like, is that guy crazy? No, he's not crazy. He's just genius. No. Right. Right. There's a is a thin line between the two, though. There is a thin, <laughs> very thin line. Especially very thin. I'm joking. No. No. Right. 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 But I mean, you know, you look at Kanye, and you can't like people can hate him. They can hate him all they want, but musically, 
he's, he's, he's up there with genius things. Like the way his mind processes things is just, it's not from here. You know, Jay-Z's, uh, Jay-Z quoted, you know, I heard this quote that Jay-Z said one day. He's like, uh, there are no geniuses. He's like, there's just people who tapped into that higher ability. Mm. You know, that resonated with me. I was like, yeah, I feel that because I feel like whatever I tap into, I do it like at this level. You know, when I cook, it's like everybody loves my cooking. And I'm like, I just experiment, you know, instead of using pepper, maybe I might use turmeric or whatever. And it's like, and that will maybe, oh, man, this is amazing. I'm just like, just I think you got to just tap into like whatever, just tap into like yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, so I feel Sorry. like that's what Kanye does. He's like, he's tapped into himself. So I feel like very well, very much so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he is. No, he is. Yeah, he is. So what is like, um, so I shared, like I put Reiki on everything, you know, like it is my medicine, but I Reiki things all day. Like I start the day and I'm saying my gasso prayer before I get out the bed, um, which is like basically a mantra for the day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes I send Reiki to my day. Sometimes I'm sending Reiki to a space before I get to it. Like, what does that look like for you with music? Do you just get up and like, cause I, I feel like there's gotta be some sort of relationship to make you not hate it. Um, but still allow you to be creative with it and still allow you to grow with it. Music, music for me, I guess is just, uh, you know, like I said, it's really spiritual for me. So it's like, I, um, I respect music and I respect like where it is in that moment, you know? So, you know, I don't think it'll ever get like dull or I don't think it'll ever not be appealing because it's like, I tap into that moment. And sometimes that moment may be just a low energy or a low frequency, you know? So it's just like you said, the duality, just being able to kind of cope with both, you know? So uh, yeah, usually when I wake up, I may, you know, I try to write in my journal at least three times a week, which is probably bad, but I, you know. No, you're doing better than a lot of people, including me. I I tell people all the time, like, write that shit down, but I'm not necessarily writing things down daily. Um, but helps. when I move to write it down. It helps. It I'm does. Not, I think that's, that's, uh, that's what kind of, you know, drove me to like, do it like as much as possible. I, I see the, the, the effect of it. I'm like, Really? This is like this came around this quick. It's so crazy. Like it is. I don't even. I can't even explain that. And I try to tell people, like you know, and they're like, "Man, I do it, and it, it, it should don't happen to me." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I think you got to like tap in and believe it too. You can't just write shit down. You got to feel know? the emotion behind it. You know. And you know? you're already tapped in with your music, so you're probably already like embracing that emotion as you're writing it. So it's like second nature to you. You don't really think of the emotion you're feeling. You're just like, oh, this is what I want to happen. But yeah. if people are just writing it like they write a to-do list for the day, it's not going to happen the right, same. Right. Or this is or this is happening. Right. It's got to be know? present tense. It's got to be just absolutely affirm, affirmed, you know, almost. Right. And yeah, so I kind of write from that place. And sometimes I just write, you know, like, you know, yeah. She's like, I don't want to know your journal entries. No, but no, share. Like I, no. I would love to be, you know, to have this insight in your mind and how it how it moves. 
I just write whatever comes to me a lot of times, you know. Sometimes it's just good to just be free with a pen. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you um, write music too, or like lyrics too, or just the yeah. music? Okay. Yep. Yep. I write lyrics too. Okay. That's always fun. It's interesting. Yeah. I love writing lyrics. It's very freeing. And how does like, you know, for instance, I have, I'm big on sacral chakra work, which is creativity, but it's also pleasure. Um, So that looks like when it's blocked, it looks like writer's block. How do you deal with writer's block? Does that ever happen to you or even creative block? Do you ever just get stuck or you just know how to flow through that anyway? Well, I find if my if 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 I'm stuck in life, like if I'm just stuck, then I won't even try to do any music because mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta get out of this so I can get back to this flowing place, you know. So uh you know, and I just try to pretty much I just try to maintain a positive, upbeat vibration like all the time. You know, and that's hard to keep up, but um also not <laughs> right no i had a friend um i had a convo with a friend recently and it's like once you you learn the things it's hard to not like i don't want to say unlearn them but it's hard to pretend like you don't know them so even when you're in a in a downward spiral and you know what you need to do to get out of it sometimes you're just like you know let me just let me be miserable for a little bit right i just i don't want to do the thing just let me let yes. me wallow a little bit. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, cause that happens too. And then I guess it's, I mean, now I'm, I probably like when I get in those moments, you know, I, uh, I resonate with it. And then I just, you know, I just say, I tell myself, okay, this is just this. Now let's move forward. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, all temporary. Oh, temporary anyway. You know? And once you realize that it's temporary, you know, you kind of start to release it. And then, you know, and then that's when the energy comes back. And then also just also just being present in the moment. Sometimes that's just the moment, you know, you know, you find out somebody died or you find out something, you know, that's just like, you know, that brings you down to a certain place. You just got to you have to kind of like just be present for that, too. You know, you got to honor it. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's important. Honoring mm-hmm. both aspects, you know, the good and the bad, you know, and but just not letting it affect you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the whole point of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure that out. Um, you have a great life. <laughs> you sure will. And there's ebbs and flows of it too, though. You just got to honor both the ups After, and downs. Pretty much. Pretty much. My brother told me that like early on and that always stuck with me. And I feel like that's kind of like got me through life. Just that part, I, you know, just figuring that out, like, there's going to be bad moments, but just let, just know they're going to, they pass. Mm-hmm. Don't let them just don't take them with you. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let, and I have over my toilet, it's a picture of a Buddha and it is over my toilet. It's perfect. And it says, let that shit go. You don't see my Buddha over there, but it's little by the piano. Uh, of course. Of course you have a Buddha next to your piano. Yeah. Heavy, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was really deep into Buddhism for a long, a long time. So. So I went to a, um, a temple one time, like when I was just, you know, finding my way with things like maybe I want to go to church, but maybe, well, I've never been in a church, but I was like, what, 
what is Buddhism like? Like, let me just go and you could do a tour and meet with a monk and do the thing. So I, I did try that out one time, but I was like, eh, it's not. I, I was like, I was just like more interested to know what it was all about. So I started mm-hmm. buying all these books. And uh, I remember <laughs> like, yeah, I had another apartment and my, um, my auntie and my mom and my grandma, they were like going to lunch somewhere and they just stopped by my apartment, just unannounced. And, uh, <laughs> and I had all these Buddha books and they just grilling me for hours about this stuff. It was just, I just never forgot that. And did um, you grow up like in a churchy church? Okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> come on. No, no, no. Yes, of course. Yeah. And no, I definitely grew up Baptist. I don't even know what it was, you know. Just know. churchy what's the, church. What's the one where your auntie like runs around the church for 20 minutes? Yeah, one of them. I don't, you're asking the wrong one. Cause I was the one that was trying to avoid going to those churches. Oh yeah. That's the church. Yeah. And then my mom is preaching. I'm like, this is funny. I just heard her cussing on the phone last night. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to be up there. No, I'm just <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, young son. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. No, so since um, the pandemic has started, have you noticed in your industry, for instance, because um, obviously in my industry, things have gotten a little busier. Have you noticed more artists um you know, maybe tapping into a different side or have you noticed music changing? Interesting. Um, music changing. I feel like um, people's consciousness are changing and because of that, they're probably more heightened or more uh, like able to like, like, you know, tap into some other frequencies that they haven't been able to tap into. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's changing necessarily, but, you know, um, I feel like we're all constantly evolving. So, you know, that's happened, you know, but um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't know if it's necessarily changing. I mean, my music has changed, okay. you know, but, but I'm constantly changing. So I right, kinda, as you should. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I kind of let that, you know, it's weird because when you sign to a record label, like they kind of want you to do the same thing you did for your first record, you know? You know, so I'm always kind of having like this tug of war with them to like, you know, let me <laughs> move, you know, let me grow, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, pandemic has been great. Do you find yourself wanting to create more since things shut down? No, no, it's the same it's nope. usual life. Cause I found like, obviously things shifted for me. Um, cause I was massaging and then I hated massage oh, and, yeah. and I didn't want to do it. Like I just, it felt like work. And I, you know, just like you said, like earlier, when, when you know the things and you, you have to honor them or you don't have to do things that you don't want to do. Like you said, working with certain artists earlier, um, mm-hmm. when massage became work, I was like, well, I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. Like that's, it shouldn't feel like work. Like I'm very much a person that's supposed to enjoy and we all should be enjoying what we're doing. And when it feels like work, like it's time for me to pull the plug because it should be. And I mean, there's different levels of work because even yeah. this, this is fun, but like edits and stuff, there's still work. Oh you yeah, know? absolutely. absolutely. But there's still a way to make it fun. Right. Right. 
I mean, I guess like, you know, during the pandemic, I, um, for, I mean, I, I really, it was the first time, I mean, I've been touring, you know, for the last, I don't know, I mean, I've been touring for a while, you know, but it's the first time in like, I don't know, I guess in the last 10 years that I've been home, you know, for a significant amount of time where I was able to like, just kind of tap in, write some songs, you know, and really mm. tap into the music and just tap into myself, read, <laughs> you know, just like, you know, so I, you know, yeah, the pandemic, uh, I really enjoyed time in the space, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I had an ex-girlfriend that was funny, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. No, <laughs> that was an interesting space, you know, but, um, other than that, like, you know, I mean, even, you know, we had great moments too. So, you know, within the pandemic, you know, within everything, all the turmoil that was happening, but, um, you know, overall, I felt like, uh, it was a good time for me. And I think for a lot of people to kind of like reassess, heal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, step back, take acknowledgement, like really kind of tap in to who they were and who they are. Absolutely. So, I feel like, you know, it was a, it was like, we needed like a, a little slowdown, a pause, a reset almost, you know, yeah. you know, and it, it also kind of affirmed like who is who almost. Absolutely. You know, cause it's like, who's going to survive and who's not. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know? So it was like almost a survival thing too. So, um, and I, I don't know, for me, I can tap into, I can just do music and just be happy. Right. I don't need anything else other than this like this. which how beautiful is that like and that's what i'm like i feel like that's where that's it right there just like for me this is it it's like all i need is music i don't need like a lot of shit a lot of and a little weed to inspire the music maybe because you are in cali so like that makes sense i did smoke a lot of weed uh during the pandemic okay yeah i think we all did i did i mean i don't smoke any more weed anymore but um Kind of just said I was gonna just stop. But, <laughs> it got uh, out of control. I mean, it was it's definitely the most weed I smoked before, you know, and just one sitting, just every day, just you know. But you know, yeah, no, no, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of like, you know, I was, I also figured out that I was kind of like using weed as a vice to kind of run away from things that I didn't want to face. Mm. You know, See, I, I use it as a like. I still face them. It just makes them more enjoyable to face. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, that's going on. It's cool. Like this, I'm I'm gonna be high through it. It's fine. Everything's fine. I don't think I would have been able to get through it without weed. So I'm I was I'm happy that it was there. Fair. But I'm also happy that I don't need it anymore. Right. Like I, felt like I really needed it, you know. As a black mm-hmm. man, I felt like I needed it. Now, I and that's do. the same for all medicines, you know, like yeah, I was yeah. on and I speak often about um, because I have ADHD. So I was on Adderall for years oh. and then I was like coming on here who you call in holistic. And I was like, this doesn't resonate with me anymore. Like, I don't feel like I need to be taking. And I, I mean, just, it's different for everybody. Like and that was a time that I needed with that medicine in particular. But like that time has passed and I find other ways now to work with it. But oh. Oh, medicine yeah. should just be, you know, temporary for some people. Right. Right. I think everything with balance, that's the key to life. Just learning how to balance everything mm-hmm. as a kid and not really like over abusing anything. You know, I was definitely over abusing weed. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, so, you know, and I'm only, and I'm only saying that because it was like, I noticed it now. Like, I'm like, oh, I just, I wasn't even present almost. Mm. See, like, I set I was, an intention with mine. Okay. That's very different. Mm-hmm. I set an intention with mine. Um, like, and sometimes, and somebody else shared with me to like, thank your ancestors before you smoke. Um, and, you know, send love to those incarcerated and send, you know, just like other people that are affected by that plant in other ways that we can't um, yeah. resonate with or that we haven't experienced. So I was like, that makes a lot more sense to to have time with the plant that way than to just spark up just because oh, anytime. Totally, totally. I did, yeah, I didn't think about that. It's actually cool. It's actually very cool. I, I, maybe I guess, you know, I probably tapped into some of that energy you know, but, uh, also just know how I was using it, you know, and I had to like, just purify myself and also just kind of get centered, Mm -hmm. you know? And once I did that, I mean, I started like doing stuff that I always wanted to do. Like I always wanted to write a script for a show Mm. and then I finalized the script with some writers. Mm. Okay. So So when are we seeing this? When is this happening? Oh, it's a process. I'm sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to say just like <laughs> soon, you know, uh, you know, a couple of the writers, I mean, just long story short, a couple of the writers got into it, you know, and it kind of like halted the whole project, which is horrible. And I, I, I've kind of just put it on the back burner because, you know, I've been getting more busy with work, uh, with music. So, you know, but it, that's kind of always been one of my passions because, you know, I've, you know, studied a lot of TV from, Larry David to Eddie Murphy. And I wanted to create a show about musicians, you know, in puppet form. Ah. And have like, have it be like almost sketch comedy based, you know? So I just kind of like, you know, got a couple writers together and we started flushing out uh, a few episodes of it. And I was like, this is, you know, this is where, this is the next chapter seeing it like seeing those ideas coming into fruition is such a like a speechless moment a lot of times like there's no words for when you're seeing it happening you're just like oh shit like I, this is i've manifested this yes that's ex- <laughs> no that's ex- literally exactly how i felt i was like i can't believe I, we, I can't believe we did this you know and i kind of spearheaded it you know and then of course these two idiots get into it and now like it's just been a little bit of disarray so um you know but it you know but I literally you know especially after this birthday I was like you know what maybe I should just figure out figure out some time and just get back into that because uh it's something I'm passionate about you know I was just thinking you need to treat it like your your musical math equations like there's another way surely yeah no no and I had people interested too which is another big part too so I'm like you know, and those windows do close, you know, so I just want to tap back into that. Mm-hmm. Have you read or heard of the book Big Magic? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't read it, though. OK, so Big Magic is like what you just said a moment ago sounds very much like the Big Magic book. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically you've probably watched even an infomercial at some point, right? Or as like a, as seen on TV, something or other that you were like, I had that idea. 
like, and you, you knew all the details you were like, it was going to be this color. It was going to work this way. It was, you could charge it instead of battery. Like you've had one of those, right? So, (laughs) so in this book, big magic, that's what the author talks about. Like, um, ideas, which I even think of probably with you is probably like the music that you hear these ideas float around until they make it to somebody that can move through with it. So if you don't move through with the idea, it goes to somebody else that is more serious about it. Right. (laughs) But the thing is like, you'll still get other ideas, right? Like you're not going to run out. You'll still get other creative ideas or creative projects, but again, if you don't act on them, then it'll float to somebody else that that's ready for it. That is very interesting. Because you've probably seen it happen. Yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever like really just tied those two pieces together, but that that's exactly what happens. I had an idea about a peanut butter and jelly shop. Like, and then somebody it, it, created it. I mean, I've seen I've seen you know stuff around it. I haven't seen exactly what my idea was, you know. And I feel like my idea was still pretty original. But I've seen, you know, something around it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mine was going to be just like a bunch of, <clears throat> excuse me, a bunch of different peanut butters, a bunch of different like, you know, all the nut butters from almond, cashew, pistachio, whatever, you know, and all the different preserves, jellies, and, you know, and, you know, and you could order, you know, whatever type of bread, and it would be these custom, like, gourmet sandwiches, mm. like, all these different type of milks. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. And then everything would be inspired by jazz musicians you know oh you know so that so the was names the and stuff for the names and stuff you know the miles davis you know i don't know whatever you know i got you, you i got you posted you know yeah it was just like you know i've always had the idea like i was like i know people who love peanut butter jelly but like in a very like kind of especially just going to france and you you know they will make a sandwich look like a million dollars, just something really simple, like a ham sandwich. You're like, right. Yeah, this is amazing, you know? So, uh, you know, that idea just, it's like, I wonder if I could do that with peanut butter and jelly. Well, I've seen, and the only reason I know about these, because I didn't personally visit one in um, Cali, but there's what cereal bars out there? Like you can go to a place and pick what cereal you want. Oh, that's just. And what kind of milk you want. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I think your idea is doable. You yeah, know? I think, I think so. it, it's I, like a yeah. little pop up or something, maybe a little food truck for starters. But I think I let somebody tell me that it was a stupid idea, and I just kind of put it in the back of my head. You know, it was, you know. I mean, it's one person's <laughs> stupid idea is somebody else's million dollars. So <laughs> if let me say multi millions, let me not even limit it because no, you know how this is out here. I know, I know. Just franchise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. It's definitely still in my, it's definitely uh, still a good idea, but you know, um, eventually. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if you don't use it, it'll float to somebody else and then maybe you'll just get a different, better idea. So that part mm-hmm. to someone else until it gets to somebody else that wants to use it. That part. Oh my gosh. Wow. So what advice do you have for people that, um, you know, like maybe they are into music and they're just, they, they kind of want to share it, but they're, they're still apprehensive about what steps to take. Like what, cause you're very free with yours. Um, you very much embrace who you are. You're not ashamed of it and you share your gift. 
And I think a lot of what's happening right now is people, they're tapped in with their gifts, but they are terrified to share them. What advice do you have for, for those who are like coming to basically now and they, they want to share this with people? Uh, I guess I would just tell them to like t- take a step back and just kind of free themselves, you know, from like, you know, uh, you know, from like anybody's sc- scrutiny or anybody's like opinion, you know, I feel like music art is a freedom of expression, you know, and, um, you know, and really kind of resonate with your own originality and your authentic, you know, your authentic, you know, uh, uh, you know, perspective. It's like, that's what kind of makes it special. So once you tap into that and you kind of release that, I feel like that's when you, you know, that's, that's, that's when you can kind of walk that path almost, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just really freeing yourself <laughs> because, you know, I always tell people like, um, you know, I can tell what type of musician, you know, if I go to a gig and I've never played with some guys, I can tell what kind of musicians, like I can tell what kind of music will play based on their personality. Mm. You know? I'm like, oh, okay. I know what's going to happen on stage. Mm-hmm. This guy is very, you know, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I feel like art is kind of reflective to who we are. So, absolutely, um, you know, so it's all, it's really, and it's all interconnected. It's really about freeing yourself, you know? So then, you know, once you go on stage or once you get to the, you know, you get to a space where you play music, you know, you can kind of be at one, you know, and, you know, and then let the ancestors kind of take over. Mm that part mm-hmm. become the vessel and that's I, I feel like it's weird sometimes because i you know it's hard for me to take credit for music because I, it's i just tap in mm-hmm. you know i just you know and that's kind of what i was telling george last time i was like man, i just kind of tap in and you know whatever is coming through is just you know because i'm not necessarily thinking about it all the time you know it's like i'm kind of like letting it be channeled through you know and people We'll see that. And, you know, because I can tell they're like, man, something else has happened. I'm like, uh-huh. I know. So you in know? your churchy church, that would have been you catching the Holy Ghost, essentially. Right. But, you know, it's funny. It didn't really happen necessarily in church. You know, when I, I would play at church. I didn't get that same experience. Because you, were, you weren't free in there. It was controlled. It was very controlled. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was kind of one direction almost. Mm-hmm. too. You know, especially musically, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you know, they, they would want me to play a very specific way. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I'm like, uh, I gotta, you know, I hear music very differently, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tapping into, you know, tapping into the ancestors and letting them use you. Mm-hmm. And Almost. that's that's, you know, that's a level of uh, clear cognizance, really. Um, just know like an inner knowing. And for me, it, it comes through with information. Like I'll be talking to somebody and they're like, how do you know this? And I'm like, it, it just comes through just like you for your music. Like how, how are you playing this? It just comes through. That's beautiful. Wow. Wow. That's cool. So it, it is neat to see how these different um, gifts touch different 
uh, avenues, you know, like for you, it's music for some, it's art where they just, they channel something that comes over them and, and create. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing I wish I do. I wish I can like, you know, like I can't draw at all. Can't sketch. I can't, you know, it always looks horrible. Even when I write music, I'm like, yeah. And like, what is this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's B flat minor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. But it's not for everybody to understand. So that's that. <laughs> that's that on that. Um, <laughs> if people want to listen to your work, where can you guide them? Where should they check you out? Uh yeah, I guess all my stuff is on all the major uh, streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, you know, okay. got stuff on YouTube as well. Do you have a favorite song that you've released that you're like, everybody needs to hear this one? It is my ultimate favorite. They're all your favorite? I mean, they're all just that moment. You know, so, you know. I don't really, uh, I guess I don't really look at it in, you know, in terms of like, this is my favorite. It's like, that was just that moment, man. Mm -hmm. And I consider that, um, you know, people have this idea of what time travel looks like, or if we're capable of time travel. And I very much look at music as, you know, a way to time travel because you think about, and I don't create music, but I think about when I hear certain music and you were taken to this very specific place or very specific memory that might've been archived somewhere back there. And you're like, how did I even like unlock that? Or like, I remember exactly where I was when I heard this. So I take it. That's how your music is as you create it. Like you don't have a fave, but like you, you knew exactly what was taking place at that time. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, could I say uh, that, you know, do I have, you know, frequencies that resonate with me more yes i would probably mm-hmm. say that as opposed okay. to just like a song you know it's my favorite it's like okay you know what i mean so yeah um, you know i mean because especially you know when i do music i want it to be timeless mm-hmm. so you know so all of these songs every song that i've ever written is timeless mm. so they're all, technically they're all my favorite. Right. Yeah. So like it's that. like, you know, so I don't, you know, I, I don't want to be, Oh, this is my favorite. So no, it's like that kind of all, mm-hmm. you know, some people, you know, you know, you know, would say they're their babies, you know, I, I, I just say, you know, it, you know, and then when I listen to them, I, you know, I just, if anything, you know, when I hear my music, I just remember that moment that I was in when I did it, mm-hmm. you know, just time travel. Like, yeah, time travel. Yep. Time travel. You know? So, yeah, that's very interesting. I never thought about it as a time traveling mechanism. It's very interesting. I like it. Well, thank you again for joining me today. Um, And I've played your album. I've shared your album with some friends and they enjoyed it. So I will obviously be tagging that um, with this information too. Um, And then where can people find you online to follow you? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the major platforms. Um, Brain and also, also, I have another record coming out uh, on Brain Feeder in May. Okay. And um, excited about that. You know, okay. 
definitely some interest, you know, just different music that I wouldn't have ever released, you know. So I feel like this is definitely a, a step in this other direction, which is cool, you know. Here for uh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's cool. Really, I really like just the direction I've taken. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. Okay, we'll be looking out for it. Thank you. And I can't thank you again enough for helping me with my music on here. So I appreciate it. Of course. Well, that's just the beginning. We'll do more for sure. Yes. I'm here for it. Especially whenever I have, you know, like a talk show or like a show show. I'll I'll be sure to consult with you again. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Please. Cool. All right. Thank you, Brandon. No worries. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 